you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A.com. Get it right. Knock on wood if you're with me. That's big. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Oh, hi and hello, and knock on wood, why don't you, if you're ready for football season. Boy, that was weird, and it got annoying. They didn't do him any favors by cutting it into a montage of about uh, 20 examples of John Gruden having his guys knock on wood. Don't necessarily know that the Raiders players are all that into it uh, themselves. We have much to get to. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. I hope all's well wherever you are. We are in Studio 66, ready to roll to kibitz about the fast-approaching NFL regular season kickoff. As a matter of fact, at the time of this recording, we're exactly one week away from that kickoff. Three words for that, ooh, la, and la, and of course, course when you say ooh la and la that makes me think of zaxby's the home for famous chicken mm. fingers wings and salads go get you some of those delicious treats asa and p um listen i i, I pull the curtain back you know we, we we don't jive you know no jive it hangs on the wall here in 66 we thought we were going to be talking with longtime pal will brinson and doing our annual awful AFC, I mean, uh, NFC South QB rankings. I say awful because we're never right. We put our heads together and try and rank them one through four to see who's going to be the best, have the best season. And we have a real knack for never coming anywhere close to it. I think Brinson last year did a little bit better than I did, but we had some technical difficulties. So we went to the bullpen. I don't know if he knows what that means, but all the way from London, England, there he is seated to my immediate left. One of my favorite sites here at, uh, at NFL Media at the Nerve Center out here on the West Coast. It's Handsome Hank. We don't have time. No, you get not the whole today. thing. No, 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 not today. You get the this, whole the, thing. The NFL season kicks off in a week, He's Dave. Urgent. He's handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank. You're right. We are in a hurry. But let's, uh, let's not jive. You're doing a podcast appearance later today. That's why you have to hurry, right? Not at all. 
Really? No. First my guy, all, my guy, all, Anthony bullpen, Wood. The bullpen in in a sport that I love um, is called the twelfth man in cricket. I'm I'm like the I'm the extra guy. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you very the much. The 12th man. So yeah, it's 11, so 11 cricketers. 11 guys, but then if you need an extra guy, you bring on your 12th man. And then somebody comes out? Well, it would only happen if someone was injured. Fun, I guess. I muzzle tub on uh, the ashes or whatever just happened. <laughs> Thank you very much. Was there it good? Was, it, um, there was, um, I mean, one of my, I would say, a top five sporting moment of my lifetime Happened last no way when Ben Stokes from the a position of of zero hope won a game against Australia. I mean, truly one of the most remarkable sporting things I've ever watched. Between your tweets on cricket and Greg Rosenthal's tennis updates, you know, I feel like you guys are keeping me in touch. You're becoming more worldly. Yeah. I want to know about all the sports out there, not just about uh, pro football. And by the way, college football this weekend, we have two ranked teams playing, right? Oregon and Auburn Auburn, are hooking up. That's a good, that's the game of the weekend. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't, for me, it doesn't start. I always talk about the preseason in football. I, you know, I get seduced and I start watching it for a quarter and I get overexcited about some guys and whatever, but really football season arrives for me when that first foot, when uh, to me, Miami and Florida hooking up last week was everything. That was the signal that football season, yeah, football season was right. actually now here. And then that was that got weird because Andrew Luck. And speaking of Andrew Luck and that story and our reaction to it, I encourage you, Nade Demand, you go back and listen to our earlier podcast from this week. Matt Money Smith joined Handsome and myself to kibitz about that. And Eddie Spaghetti was along as usual behind the glass. And we yapped about Andrew Luck. I continue to say... Not that this is the most important takeaway necessarily, but I continue to be struck by the people who unsolicited are announcing, just so you know what football players go through. Is there anyone who watches football in 2019 who doesn't know that there's a physical toll for playing football? But the media continues to let us know. Everybody up on Mount Pius. And the other thing I keep saying, much as the handsome and money disagree with me about this, if this had been Cam Newton or Ben Roethlisberger or Aaron Rodgers, the reaction would be quite different than the one to Andrew Luck, who must be only genuflected to for his courage and his greatness in this uh, in this difficult moment, a fortnight before the season kicks off. You can just continue to make eyes. I, well, only because the first time you mentioned it, you said Cam Newton, and now you're adding those other guys. I have I, added I've, those guys, yes. I, I think... Um, to make my point, because people are accusing me, oh, you're race-baiting. No, you're no, turning no, fair it enough, into I, that. But, but, I, I, but I, I just, yeah. Well, I, st- I stand by what I said earlier in the week. I think all of those guys would um, have the same thing. I do think one of the... Inter- you know, as we discussed before on the show... Football has become more accessible to the average fan because of social media and because, you know, we get taken behind the scenes by Hard Knocks or All or Nothing, all these awesome shows that really let mm-hmm. us in the game. The one area that that there is no coverage of them is still, I think, a mystery to fans is that is you like, what is it like to rehab from an injury? I think there were a couple of times over the last, I think that people followed maybe Adrian Peterson or someone coming back from an injury, but it is like truly kind of what goes into rehab. You're is, right about that. It's a, also tedious. Black, I'm sure, it's I, the repetition. I want to watch it necessarily. I, and and I, on the other hand, it's also how the sausage is made. And when you see those, you know, like, oh, he just had knee surgery. We have to check out the progress he's yeah. made. And then they take, uh, they show like, I don't yeah, want to see, see the yeah, stitches yeah. and everything but else. There, there you and that. I are from Sturdy Stock because we watched the Nick when it was on a couple of years. I ago. never watched that. 
you like oh no that was me and money who money liked did. the nick i'm sorry go yeah. ahead i know the, the one thing actually i guess that you know did show it a little bit was in all or nothing this year if you watch that one with the panthers which i loved by the way but um when greg olsen had been going through his foot injury and then he came back and then it happened again you just saw this look on his face of like oh god i did all that work and now i've got to do it all over again i think that, it's I, that kind of frustration i guess is a tiny, tiny window into what Andrew Luck... Imagine, imagine how bleak it would feel. I mean, it's how I would feel every year round about this time when it was time to go back to school. The pit in my belly, like, it starts and we're right at the front edge of it. It's sort of like when you get on the treadmill yeah. and you're going to run for I, the... I've still got eight minutes to go. I, I mean, but, but the, but the most count. daunting is, for real, the, the head games that you play... I, the thing I never understand about long-distance runners is it's so boring to me to do for 30 minutes or for 40 minutes. Not obviously looking at me. You haven't, uh, I, I haven't been doing it in quite some time. time but, e but even at the best of it, these people who look forward to the workouts, I just can't relate to. I, I hate it. And the trick to getting over the hump and getting past the worst of it, which is the start, is you just can't focus on like how much time you have left. Uh, because then that and I think if you were like, oh, I think I think I really just messed my knee up. Not only the uncertainty, probably you can reasonably say, okay, doctors in this day and age will probably be able to fix me, but it must just be so overwhelming to think if you've already been hurt, like, oh my God, I got to go through that again. And I'm just now, at the, this is the very start of a miserable experience. That is a tear. That's the look that washes over those guys' faces sure. when they do that, which it does require a, a certain amount of then courage to summon the thumbs up and everything like yeah. that. Like, oh, come on guys, we'll go win this game. All that kind of yeah. stuff. I, I would be like the guys who just weep. I would just be weeping like, I, you know what I have to do now? This is going to yeah. stink. I hate suck. this. suck. I've got to go to rehab every day. Um, handsome, I yep. want to tell you, I wanted to tell Will Brinson, and I'm going to tell you about it. He did his, he took a pass at what ifing Andrew Luck in some situations here. I mean, like, let's let's be honest. Bill Brinson, first of all, hung up on you midway through a call that you were trying to have. <laughs> and then secondly, yesterday, when I saw that, he did some kind of what if, which, you know, I understand is is copyrighted uh, to Damashek. I don't think that's um, true, but okay. Um, like, how, how, like, overall, how are you feeling about your... I mean, let's assume that Brinson doesn't listen to this show because he would only listen if he was on it. No, he tipped his hat to me, one. And two, not that that's a requirement. <laughs> and... Uh, and the more important uh, element here is handsome. I believe people will be very excited to hear this. I think some segment of uh, football America and beyond. We are uh, we're talking about doing something around the hundredth year, an expanded um, variation on the on the what if on the NFL. Uh, me and some of my colleagues might be doing something um, addressing some of these biggest what ifs ever. But let me I jump in on this. Colleagues, can I do that? I mean, yeah, well, let's uh, put a, yeah, I think now I've got that same bad connection that Brinson had. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. hear you. You're going to hang up on me, too, can't. just like he did. And, um, but I will, I, I am finally prepared to tell you the no playoffs for you, gaggle teams. And I want to get into this what if, but quickly, um, Hard Knocks, your reaction to it this year. I'm enjoying it overall. Are you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I find John Gruden to be fascinating. In what sense fascinating? Well, just that he could be 
the it's way- funny. It's interesting to watch it. I don't. I don't necessarily think find him an intrinsically fascinating human being, but I do. I do. enjoy like, watching the, the camera like, pointed the fact at that him. He has fun. His he enjoy. He gets enjoyment out of counting down from a hundred in threes. To the extent that then when he's watching his son do whatever that thing was, MMA, MMA, yeah, he's doing it again. It's like that clearly is something like he's there's something in his brain that's wrong. I think he thinks um, I say my guess is I think he finds that to be an impressive parlor trick to right. share with as many humans. What as is can. your impressive and parlor trick, Dave? Do you have one? Uh, well, I, uh, you know, this is me setting you up to, you ask me the same thing in a second, but well, on. I mean, I, do I have some interesting, uh, some uh, interesting abilities? <clears throat> We've gone over them. Obviously oh, sure. I can order food but, at a restaurant like nobody to, else. I'm the best of now. Like you couldn't just be like, okay, I'll here, I'll show you something. I have a weird, uh, nasal cavity <laughs> that allows me to, uh, yeah, well, nothing. You can store things in it. Kind of. Really? I listen to this crazy noise I can make with this. That's How about, isn't that crazy? That I can cool. make a rattle with that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's not your mouth? No, that's my nose. Oh. I'm just inhaling. That's uh, weird. Yeah. We'll use that as a drop. <laughs> uh, what's yours, Hansel? Oh, thanks for asking, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I can uh, I can recite the alphabet backwards faster than you can recite it forwards. Is that a real? To sk- yeah. Now, see, now that's something. I, I feel like the counting back in threes is not that. Is probably, not that important. I started to try to do it, and I was like, yeah, all right. Not, not, not yeah, the, it's not difficult. But this sounds difficult, and I'm going to do... A, B, C. You know what? Put a timer to this. Can you do a timer, Spaghetti? Yeah, I can do it. Because I think it's more because you could cheat. Well, although you would lose your place and it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't work out necessarily. If you were doing it, you could cheat your way and just skip letters. Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. I'm not a cheat, Dave. I know, but it will. It won't be as. Uh, so I'll do mine as fast as I can. Ready? Ready. Your mark. Three, two, one. Go. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. All right. You got 4.62. This is a solid 40 time. I, I shouldn't have rushed. I don't want I, I don't want to put you on the spot. Can you no, do I it that do fast? It than that. You think no. you're going to be able to do yep. it faster than that? Let me, let me reset. All right. Three, two, one, go. Double X, W, V, U, T, S, R, G, P, O, M, N, L, K, J, R, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. Wow. That was awesome. He smoked you. 3.57. Yes. You stink, Gruden. I don't feel like the loser. I think right. it's Gruden yeah. pulling his uh, his lame parlor tricks next to Handsome Hanks. When did you have to do that? When, why do you know that? My grandmother taught me. I'm not sure why she thought this was an essential part of my upbringing, but she could do it, and she taught me to do it. And That's awesome. I love that. I can't believe that after a decade, I'm only just now learning of this. Good for you. I mean, it's not something I pull out that often. I actually did it for my kids the other day, and they were like, what? What is that? Really? Yeah. And I knew you were going to say Stunning. Z, Zed, too. I was waiting for that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Zed. Yeah, the, the that's, uh, that's a note that's for the... That's what you call the letter. For the Americans among yeah. us, yeah. They don't mm-hmm. call it Z. Yeah. What? I don't know what goes on. All right, let's talk uh, a little Football. bit more Well, uh, about Hard Knocks. Okay. You don't find John Gruden to be kind of like the malaprops and the faux intensity. And no, I, that's what that I mean, but that's why I find him interesting. I, interesting, I find, what but I find interesting it sounds complimentary that, when you no, say it. Well, when I, well, I mean, I mean interesting just as a, as a human study. Like, he can lead this group of, of um, athletes and everything else, but there's something, uh, I don't know. 
I won't say that. But there's something about him Ooh. that um, that that I just find it interesting that he's able to do that. And there are, you know, most coaches fit a gruff exterior thing. But you're right. He's kind of you know that you feel like it's all pretty false with him. Do you? Yeah. And I you wonder if it's an awareness of the cameras. But you wouldn't think. I I don't think it's that. I don't think. It, I think honestly, if, if you're asking me what it comes down to, it's like this is a guy that doesn't need to be doing this job. Like mm. he's, he has this ten-year deal, but he's got his TV thing. He's done. He's he's done a lot in the NFL. He's he's respected as a coach. I don't feel like he's in his mind. I think he might be in the same place that I am about John Gruden, which is that this is going to end badly. I loved. I you know I I didn't need the focus on. I can't think of the guy's name. The linebacker. His his mother was delightful. Cameroonian was yeah, she? Yeah, she was lovely. Yeah, I loved her, and that you know that that was awesome. That was a great moment on Skype or whatever. When unlike yeah. the one with me and Brinson that we tried earlier today, when but he hung up on you, when, Jason Cabinda, Natalie Cabinda is his mom. Yeah, yeah Mrs. Cabinda. Yeah, that was yeah. great and everything. But I mean, where are Vontez Perfect and uh, and Richie Incognito? Talk about fascinating human studies. They also have not shown first first uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, very little of Cleveland Farrell as well. They're, yeah, but the other guy makes. Up for it, the same. Yeah, that's What's right. What's his name? Uh, like John, uh, Abram from Abram. Uh, Miss yeah, State. Yeah, he's great. And Luke Wilson. Luke's I mean, good. He's been good. Luke's a good guy. Did you know that he was from Canada? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've it came out, up. I've hung out with. Luke I know. A lot. It just. I mean. Oh, I see. Yeah. How, how much do we need to hammer the point that Luke Wilson is uh, this fringe guy at this point in his career? Soon to be perhaps a Pittsburgh Steeler, as a matter of fact. You know, if he doesn't make the team, that's mm, that's one point. of those things that, yeah, yeah. that we may see in this uh, next week or so. Teams going out to try and get those. Yeah, I love it. Obviously, slickly done. I love that open. I love the marriage of the updated music by Sam Spence. Or actually, the theme song's not by Sam Spence there. But marrying that with the great sable words of the autumn wind as a pirate and hearing Facenda for any reason is exciting for me. But I one more thing. Do you Who do you think um, likes the other better? Derek Carr likes John Gruden more than... John likes Derek, or do you think they're kind of tolerate? I mean, kind of. I think we're um, we're we're friends out of convenience. It's a, it's it, that that's one of them. That's a super interesting relationship. It doesn't feel none of that feels very genuine. What on a, either side? And what must I wish you know? What I wish David Carr were around this week. By, by the way, he's catching a lot of grief for saying that uh, he thinks that the Jets are going to win the division over, over the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. And he thinks that uh, the Raiders, did he put them into the playoffs? I believe so. He's catching some flack nationally. More that would you stuff. say than saying that Joe Montana is not one of the 20 best quarterbacks? Well, that was, well, that's that, was that got brought up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah as, as, as part of a run part that he's the, been on in 2019. Right. Uh, David Carr's the best. The, the, I love David Carr. When down, can we everybody. get him back in here? We got to do it ASAMP. As soon as he's around, we got to get him back in. Um, and then you wonder, and it's why people always say, you know, like, uh, you know, the the uh, the your lesser angels always if you ever get fired or you ever want to storm out of a building, your place of business, I'll show you kind of thing. Like, and I will take this place down, scorched earth, the, the will to to scorched earth things uh, the way Antonio Brown kind of has the way it comes back to bite you is is with this. How much faith can Derek Carr? And in fact, you can tell John Gruden, they're putting a, a nice face on it, a positive face on it but like ha ha yeah good to see ab uh hey don't miss the team flight 
Like, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's already, they're already right on the edge. He's already pushed it so far in a few months that you can tell they're like, yeah, this guy's a kook. We yeah. got to deal with him. We got to try to get something for us in part for our own purposes. Obviously, we want to win games, but also it's embarrassing for us making that move. Now it's starting to already like, hey, you know what? Now it seems like we're the ones who got robbed in this trade exactly. that we even were the only dummies in the league that went out and got this guy. So they have to at least get him out on the field and um, and all that. But yeah, that feels I, I it, it is a weird Waterloo for some national people that they continue to be like, yeah, you know, Roethlisberger though, you know, there are people out there continuing to do that. Isn't it patently obvious now that one's just a flake who, who's I, yes. emotions I think, get I the better of them. I think both of them probably aren't perfect humans. Roethlisberger, I agree with that, but Roethlisberger I, sat talk, down for not, an interview. I, I just want to say that Roethlisberger sits down for an interview and says like, I wish him, I hope he has a good, healthy year. You know, that, yeah, it hurt the relationship just kind of owns it, whether it's, that's completely phony or not, you know? Yeah. I think he's certainly managed the situation a lot better, but anyway, um, handsome. I want to tell you very quickly about uh, my, uh, what I think could be one of the most fascinating what-ifs that we've seen in a quarter century now. Have you considered if Andrew Luck, we already did this one, yeah, I've tweeted it out, track it down at Damashek, but um, as, a, as an NFL we did probably five years ago, but it still is relevant, especially with Andrew Luck hanging it up now. Um, Andrew Luck, if he would have, he decided to go back to Stanford, in pursuit of a national championship back yes. in the days when there was just, when there would just be two teams that would yep. get there. So he goes back to Stanford. If he hadn't though, if he had come out and the, he would have, he was still the consensus, even with Cam Newton in there and he had won the Heisman and everything else. It was still perceived by everybody that, uh, that Andrew Luck was the guaranteed for sure. Got to take this yep. guy. So Andrew Luck goes to Carolina this then means that Cam Newton goes to Denver, yes. who was in need of a quarterback, quarterback. themselves at yeah. that time. Now, if that had happened, then Andrew, Lo then Cam Newton would have made the need for Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning in Denver moot. Well, although the Broncos would have, because that was that's twenty twelve. That was twenty twelve. They had signed Peyton before the draft. I don't know. Spaghetti, they, can you look that saved, up real fast? I think they, I think they had, because I remember um, watching it and there was snow on the ground in Denver at that time. But so the, the Broncos would have at least had a decision to make between do we sign Peyton, which I, you know, presumably they'd have still investigated, or do we take this you know, sure thing in Cam Newton? Is that the way it went? So in 2012, Peyton signs in advance of that draft. So then that would blow that up because if I'm well, wrong. Let, let me check. Let me check. But I, I think um, I think that was. Wasn't Peyton's first year there the year that they lose to Denver? And isn't that tw isn't that the following season? I could be wrong about Peyton so Manning signed on March, March 20th. 20th, 2012. March 2020. So it is before the draft. So you're right. So that blows that up. So well, it doesn't necessarily because, I mean, they, they could have said, you know, our due diligence is we could get Peyton Manning for three more seasons. So where then I want to figure this out now. We'll just do it uh, as we're kibitzing here. What? So who then would the Broncos have traded? And more importantly, where does the 2012 NFL draft? So then. The Redskins obviously pick second because they. Wait, no, this is twenty. Would be the twenty eleven draft. That's why we're um, why we're struggling here. Wait a second, Andrew Luck goes. He went and then Robert no, Griffin. He, he went in the twenty twelve, but he would have gone in two thousand eleven. 
luck would have been. Oh, right. Cam, right, right, right. I'm sorry. No, so I'm right. About you are right. Yeah, the right. Broncos picked Cam, in 2011. Right. Yeah. Cam would have gone to the Broncos, and then that means that they wouldn't have chased wouldn't Peyton. Have needed Peyton. Yeah. So would the Colts have kept Peyton around? In that in that weird spot, unlikely, I think they probably would have had Robert Griffin the third. So the skins would never have had that magical RG3 season. And who knows how things would have played out differently for RG3, a different coach, obviously, maybe uh, uh, Shanahan not being a factor there. Maybe RG3 wouldn't have been run out there prematurely for that playoff game. And maybe he's still thriving in the NFL. That's another domino that falls. Russell Wilson is drafted in 2012 as well. If Peyton Manning, instead of without a a place to go in Denver, instead would have considered, and I know things got sideways between him and the Seahawks, but without Pete Carroll being um, maybe a little over anxious about things, would have handled that a little bit differently. Maybe Peyton Manning instead goes to Seattle. Another player was his home state of, uh, or his uh, college state of Tennessee. Maybe he would have gone to the Nashville uh, Tennessee Titans. Maybe that would have been gone that way. But if he goes to Seattle, Peyton Manning is up there. That means Russell Wilson wouldn't have found a home. They would never have drafted him there. So then that means that he would have gone to Philadelphia, who was uh, reportedly very hot on Russell Wilson as well. And had the Seahawks not taken him in that spot in the third, it would have been, um, the Eagles who would have done it. And then that means they wouldn't have taken Carson Wentz. And I don't know if car, if Russell Wilson takes him to a Super Bowl title, but I don't think anybody in Philadelphia would blow it up based on the way things went with, uh, with uh, big Nicky there. Um, Another team that was interested in Peyton Manning and, and brought him in was the Miami Dolphins. Is that right? Yep. I don't they, remember they were, that. They were in that mix for a, for a period of time. And I think what it came down to was Peyton was like, I don't want to live in Miami. Oh, really? South Florida is not for me. This is, I mean, but if you think about the impact that that, that this has, the, the ripple sure. effects on quarterbacks and where they landed all over the place, that's a pretty crazy one. And then, That's two pretty big pieces, Cam Newton and Peyton Manning. And by the way, somebody else, here's another one too, Matt Flynn, there is a footnote in history now, but sure. he would have gone somewhere else and had, I wonder where he would have then signed he would have been a starter for a year and i wonder how that would have gotten in the way of other potential starters plus the 2011 draft is loaded as well if you add andrew luck in that draft and you slide down cam newton everyone who knows what the players would have won you had von miller aj green patrick peterson julio jones and jj watt all go fairly early that all would have been changed as well it's the greatest draft in nfl history the top 12 in terms of like guys that are heading for uh canton when they're all done um, yeah, that would have mucked all that stuff yeah, up. Yeah, Von, Von Miller wouldn't have been a Bronco. He would have been somewhere else. You know, who knows about A.J. Green or Julio Jones in the Falcons trade So up. Von Miller, so we could potentially, maybe they still would have been great with Cam Newton as their quarterback instead of Von Miller as their devastating pass rusher, but we don't know that, that that would have got. You could maybe take away the, or maybe Cam Newton playing against that Broncos team would have in, instead been leading that Broncos team to a Super Bowl championship. Although the key piece on defense was Von Miller. I guess you could make a, although the no fly zone had a big, it, yeah. it actually can go a step further and potentially involve Baker Mayfield because 
the Falcons got the six pick from Cleveland, they took Julio Jones. But like I said, let's say there's an extra because you're adding in Andrew Luck, so they all slide down. Let's just say that maybe Cleveland didn't want to trade out. They thought that maybe Marcel Darius will slide down or or AJ Green will slide down. We don't need to go and trade for Julio Jones, and then you don't know who you know. Maybe Cleveland ends up with another bigger, uh, another better player. They they try to move up for maybe Cam Newton. There's no Baker Mayfield like with with them now. Like there's there's a lot of weird scenarios you could kind Hmm. of uh, branch off from that i might have to investigate this one in full but like i say coming up later in the year i believe we're going to be doing some uh nf nfl related content for you in a more great to see i miss that's that that i miss i know i'd like to do more of those i'd like to do more all right handsome with no further ado you ready to get into it now no playoffs for you handsome are you uh do you off the top of your head can you run through your teams backwards though you got to do it back (laughs) Um, okay. Hey, can I ask you a question, Dave? Actually, just while, because the way I think about this, and it, oh, I, it was, uh, I was, I was thinking about this this morning. Why is the NFL compass screwed? When people think about the NFL, mm. or when we go through teams, the compass goes in the order of the divisions goes east, north, south, west. What's wrong with the NFL's compass? When we. When when we discuss, like if anyone if anyone in a publication, if you're they're writing about you're, it or whatever, you're right about that. And NFC I've, East, NFC North, NFC South, NFC West. The compass. That's not how the where the points of the compass. You're so go. right. What is what's what's up with I, that? I think it's the you know what that's probably uh, the first piece of evidence for people who believe that there's an East Coast bias in sports coverage. True. In fact, yeah, I, uh, that's. That's a good point. Yeah. The East, because New York would dominate yeah. both of those. Yeah, that's right. And then it always goes, east, yeah. North, and if you go Southwest, like none fine of Fine if you start right East. Order. Yeah, then you go South. If you go South west, or north, north, either one, but right, you can't. You but can't. West is yeah. always the last one. Yeah. I think it probably has to do with um, start times of games. Is that fair? I, I mean, no. It's not that it's not fair, but like when we think about the NFL divisions, it's very specific. No one's decreed this. But it's just how things happen. I don't think it's got to do with start times of games. We could be discussing like you know teams' records or anything, but that's the way that that people think. I laid it out. Did you see? I tweeted uh, a few days back. I I threw out my uh, I was going to tweet this morning, weeks. and then I was just like, I don't know how to put this into words. I like that. But did you see my uh, my regional rivals? Uh, yes, I did. Layout. I like it. I thought that would be a fun thing if we did that. It would be this. If you did NFC-AFC rivalry week, Dallas and Houston would play the Queso Bowl. Philly and Pittsburgh would play the Steagles Bowl. They teamed up famously in WW2 um, and became the Steagles for, I think, three years, two years. Atlanta and Jacksonville off of the uh, their junior varsity, Georgia and Florida playing every year, the Outdoor Cocktail Bowl. Tampa and Miami would be the Oranger Bowl. Detroit and Cleveland, the Rust Bowl, the Rust Bowl, Washington and Baltimore, the Beltway Bowl, Rams and Chargers, the Hollywood Bowl, Giants, Jets, the Apple Bowl, Raiders and Niners, the Bread Bowl, Bears and Colts, the I-65 Bowl, the Saints and uh, and uh, Titans, the SEC Bowl, obviously, uh, that part of the world, uh, Carolina and KC, the Barbecue Bowl. But then you kind of run out of steam a little bit. Yeah. But still, I think that would be grand. Can you talk to the commission about that one? Sure, sure. Will you? Yeah. Because I think that would really be fun. Um, All right. Handsome. Sorry, I took that off topic. Um, What was your question? Oh, yeah, my teams. Um, The Miami Dolphins um, would not make it in the AFC East. Um, The uh, 
Bengals, I think I said. You said Bengals. Yeah, yeah, the um, Jags. In the north, rather. The Jags in the south. Correct. The Raiders in the west. You did not have the Raiders. Who did I have? Uh, you had the Bucks, the the Dolphins. You, Dolphins, you said, worse than the NFL. Bucks, Cardinals, Bengals, uh, Redskins, and Jaguars. But then I then I went beyond that, I think, after that. Okay. I think I said then one for every division. You're I'm right. just going based okay. on our friend cool. Andrew Rabies uh, with DDF. Okay. Right oh, well, and that, Rabies always right. Yeah. Rabies never Rabies keeps wrong. track of it. Yeah. yeah. Rabies. Rabies. He has all mine now. Apart from that one time where I had to call him out for, for getting all my picks. He actually hasn't updated because, uh, Shaq, you added the Lions, right? Or am I wrong? I have not added the Lions. Who did you, you, you added some. You added the Jaguars and one more team. Oh, I did add another one? You had a, you had a second one. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to go through some right now for you. Ready? I just, yeah, I can, I can track it down. We're ready. Let's and, hear it. And Spaghetti went extra bold. He did 13. If you come anywhere, I, what, what would be what should his prize be if he gets even the double digits with that? Oh, That's, I think I'm the double digits with that. I'll tell you question. what. I mean, we, it's, it's, There's no chance you can get the double digits. We've delivered um, some confetti into the studio. I think throwing some confetti onto the controllers out there would, uh, <laughs> would probably bring the whole podcast studio to its knees. Yeah. I'd like that very much. Hey, I was watching. Did I tell you guys I, I was watching Star Wars the other day? No. And um, and my kids quickly lost interest in it, but um, the uh, they they weren't as engaged as I was, and I found myself sitting there. I didn't realize they'd left the room for about fifteen minutes. But I was watching the scene where Han Solo, yeah, um, and uh, Luke Skywalker, they try to go get Princess Leia, you know, and uh, from that one part in the Death Star. And um, by the way, you've seen the trailer for Mandalorian. I have, yeah. Oh, it looks good, right? It does look good. It looks uh, It's not wait, Boba that, Fett, uh, though. Well, uh, wait, no, hang on. I haven't seen that. I've oh, seen the like, trailer for the la- for the updated trailer. That also for the looks. New Star Wars. Movie. That also is exciting. Um, but it's weird if you do watch it with clean eyes, more mature eyes. Mm-hmm. It, you can kind of unfortunately pick Star Wars apart. You know, I always thought like, ah, you're being a cynic. It's a pretty fun movie. Just sit back and enjoy it. There are some things that are distractingly weird about it. They walk in, so they 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 bring in. Um, Chewbacca as though they've got him as their prisoner. And that's how they gain entry into that one little place where Princess Leia is being kept. And um, then they get themselves into a shootout with the, with the stormtroopers and everything. And then they, uh, then they're like, we got to get out of here. Now we have Princess Leia. And so she's like, I I, I know what we'll do. And she blasts a hole in the little wall. And then they jump into the well and they fall down into the trash compactor there. And uh, then they have a a whole new can of worms or a giant worm chasing them. They could become account in the worms. right in the in the dirty water of the trash compactor um but uh, how come the stormtroopers were left with nothing to do at that point like she shot a hole in the wall they jumped down into it it probably goes down about 20 feet they, or i mean if it were they, much further like they would have died shooting if they, fish in a barrel right why couldn't they just be like oh yeah they're yeah they're in the hole now end of the rebel uh that's a good point why didn't they do any why did what happened there and then they're like, uh, and, and, and then also the time's way off, too, because uh, Solo gets down there and he shoots at the thing and, and like, I already tried that. Well, you dummy, you're going to get us all killed. Like, I jumped literally a second and a half after you. Right. How did all this go down while I was upstairs? <laughs> but why the stormtroopers were just like, well, I guess they got away. As a as well, a but conclusion, I don't think stormtroopers are necessarily the world's most in- or the universe's most intelligent um, people. I guess. I guess they're yeah. They're they're kind of just there to drone, follow a little order. Little droney. 
I know, but right. to kind of throw their hands in the air yeah, thing like, was yeah. a little bit weird. Spaghetti, are you napping? Have you no. ever seen Star Wars? Have we talked you, about it? Yes. And I yeah, you love Star you Wars. Love I'm sorry. I'm surprisingly, very, he very excited for The Mandalorian. I love Jon Favreau, so I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, that looks great. I like great. Favreau. He's good awesome. He's awesome, isn't he? Chef. Chef, Chef show. is so good. He directed a lot of Marvel movies. Yeah. He's in... Uh, Shaft is really good? Chef. Chef. Oh. Chef. With, uh, you ever seen that Roy movie? Troy. The movie. Oh, it's so... I mean, the awesome. show, but the yeah. movie is fantastic. Huh. No. Great, they, they great to, music score. They go to Austin. They go to Franklin's Barbecue in Austin. They do the um, the Kogi tacos out here in L.A. It's it's awesome. He's just like a very like likable guy. Yes, he is. Um, I like him. Yeah. Um, Dave, let's yeah. talk about um, which teams you don't think are going to be able to. Ready? Cincinnati was the second one you added. Oh, I did add Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. There we go. So we'll put them down. All right. Here we go. Your um, half dozen teams. I'm sad to say before things even kick off, you have no chance of going to the playoffs per my list. Here is uh, here's the good news for you. Last year, out of the seven I named, three ended up making the playoffs. So there you go. So that's uh, that's the silver. But line. you're a risky guy. You take risks. Unlike okay. me, where I just apparently went chalk and and chose the worst teams in each division. So I I can't wait to hear these because you you're gonna. All right, let's start off. Let's wins. start off hot. Here we go. The first team. I'm sorry, Jacksonville Jaguars. You're not going to the playoffs. No playoffs for you. Maybe I should have rethought this after the Andrew Luck news. Now stories emerging about what Leonard Fournette has done to get himself right for 2019. Easy to get seduced by that. But uh, I'm going to stay with the Jacks just because I don't buy Nick Foles outside of that Eagles uniform until uh, until we see a reason otherwise. Next up, let's stay in the state of Florida. I'm sorry, Miami Dolphins. No playoffs for you. That's the only one I think that universally people would sign off on. Do you think, though, that uh, are you anxious for it to be Josh Rosen or will you be miffed at uh, Flores and company if they don't roll with uh, with Josh Rosen this year? No. Well, I think I said it to you a couple of weeks ago. I want them to um, I, I think Flores' uh, position has been I want to create competition on this team. And so I think it would be weird for him to give Josh Rosen the starting job if it's not if he hasn't won it. So if if he thinks that Ryan Fitzpatrick has won the starting job, then Ryan Fitzpatrick should start the season off. I don't think it'll last more than three or four weeks, and then he should throw Josh Rosen in. A bunch of people are like, oh, if you don't give him sixteen games, then you can't evaluate him properly. It's like well, twelve games of Josh Rosen, you can ev- you know twelve games, sixteen games is the same deal. How do you react to um, the uh, we as we talked last uh, a couple of days ago with uh, with Matt Money Smith and Spaghetti? There we were talking about the upcoming trades of which I think we will see at least two splashy ones before the season gets going here. As we were talking, we said, oh, watch, as we're doing this, somebody just got traded and we'll find out about it after the fact. Well, that didn't happen, but then we did uh, emerge to find out that Jadavian Clowney was interested or at least meeting with the Dolphins. It sounds like well, he I has think a... Do- I think the, it was the other way around. I think the Dolphins are interested in Jadavian Clowney. Well, he, he did, met with he, them. He did meet with them, but I think, he, I think given that... You know, whenever you hear a trade rumor in the NFL, it normally is followed up very quickly with, and then the trade happened. The fact that there's been smoke but no fire probably means that Jadavion Clowney decided he wasn't that interested in the Dolphins. The fear for me is is that it's going to swing, not fear, I don't have uh, 
uh, existential fear of mm-hmm. that. But if Jadavian Clowney, he's is there a piece in line with Khalil Mack that can really make that big an impact the, of the names that we're hearing? Trent Williams. I, I still am waiting you, to see Shady McCoy move. I wouldn't be stunned if Melvin Gordon moved. I think if I think if Clowney went to a team that that that's all they're missing. So if he went to the Eagles or Seahawks, which are the two other teams that maybe less the Seahawks, but the Eagles, that are the two other teams that have been mentioned for him, then that's a that to me is like you suddenly put a pass rusher of that, or I guess a, a, just a good defensive piece because he's a great run stopper as well. But you put that, him on a team like the Eagles, then that's like. Whoa, that's that changes the face of that, t- or makes them even stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 Cleveland doesn't really make sense, but it does feel like you look at those teams that have uh, the ability. Cleveland definitely does. I mean, they've already got Olivier Vernon and obviously Miles Garrett. I don't think that Jadavian Clowney's not really a thing they're missing. Um, all right, next up, let's uh, do the one that I already said. To the AFC North we go. I'm sorry, Cincinnati Bungles. No playoffs for you. Now, were Maurice Jones-Drew here, he might defend that Bengals team because he was quite impressed with what they were building. Of course, don't I, I'm not accusing him of bias, but perhaps he is responding to his former Rams pal, now the head coach, and maybe he feels like somebody really thinks that's a talented team. I just, it's hard to figure out the path. And that, Maurice also loves Joe Mixon. He does love Joe Mixon. He's a big, but big Joe Mixon fan. The way I do it is, and then obviously I'm wrong about it, um, you know, almost as often as I'm right about these when I do this annually of the teams not going to the playoffs, is what's their path to get past the other teams in that division? That's because exactly. if you And really, so okay, so the – oh, yeah, it turns out they really miss Levy and Bell and Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. They are a losing team there. Okay, are the Browns also a failure to, to the degree that they're not going to win? If the Steelers are lousy, that the Browns aren't going to be able to scratch out 10 wins there. Mm-hmm. And then the curveball Ravens, are they, is that experiment going to fail? I guess you can kind of conjure a path that if all three of those are. You don't have to talk yourself into that. Okay, I'm just trying to think about it to see where to try and figure this out. I already named the Jags AFC South completely thrown out of the whack by the Andrew Luck retirement. I'm not looking at Indianapolis, though. No, Tennessee Titans. No playoffs for you. I don't like I, you can see the gathering storm from uh, from states away. I can see it across football America from here. This Mariota Tannehill thing is going to be a factor. Marcus Mariota does not strike me as the sort of based on the things of talking to people around there. He First of all, we always lament. In fact, they're the two guys, Tannehill and Mariota, are two guys who they always say, you got to, these guys, they want to get out and run, but you got to turn them into pocket passers. Mariota and Tannehill both don't want to run. They like it in the pocket. Right. They think it's safer. They don't well, like being out there. It hasn't been safer for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I think no one's been sacked more over the last, whatever, seven Yeah, they, but I mean, Tannehill is still obviously pedigree wise a talented guy and he sure. wasn't a complete flame out in miami he'll, he'll start more games this season than marcus mario oh you think so? think so well that's a mess that's that's no good no i, I don't think it's a good when idea. you have two lesser starting happen. quarterbacks yeah. that you've doesn't got, add up that means you've got none that's a, I, i've heard uh, some I've heard cliche that around that one yeah. two i don't buy derrick henry game in and game out 
um, as uh, as uh, the savior there. They do seem like they've given them uh, a collection of pass catchers, at least, and the defense should be very good. But by the time Lawan gets back, that's a major absence for them. And if you look at their first four games, they go at the Browns. Is that a win? Probably not. Indianapolis, a telling game for mm-hmm. both sides there at Jacksonville and then at Atlanta. That's a bad spot. That's a bad opening. That's to the not season. that bad. I mean, there are certainly teams with worse, worse. I, look, I don't disagree with you. I've, I, I, I think throwing the Titans in is probably um, a, a relatively safe bet, but um, I wouldn't say the opening of the season. And yet ironic, because again, we perceive the Titans to be, We, I, I feel like, and uh, I hope Titans fans aren't offended by this, but as I always say, I feel like they're, they feel irrelevant in our minds. We don't, we don't consider them. I wouldn't even say in our minds. All right, but they're well, but listen, they they were in the playoffs last year, uh, two years ago, and won a game. And had they beaten the Colts in Week 17, they would have been in the playoffs again. I don't think there's a team that has that recent history that we sleep on more than the Titans. I, and it's yet just it does. because the Titan. I, th- I mean, to me at least, the reason is that they look like the team that's playing in the TV screen in the back of a movie. That, that when they can't use NFL branded, it's the uniforms. Content. I'm so kind of with who, you. What is, what is it? this? Is an XFL team? What are we looking at here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not crazy. And by the way, I already mentioned the Jags, but here's their rugged open. They go KC at Houston, uh, then that Tennessee game at Denver. That that's going to be I. I wouldn't be stunned if that team is halfway decent too. Um, at Carolina, so you're, you're no playoffing the Jags. I'll, I add Carolina yeah, and right. at the Saints. And yes, did I have to make it official? The Jags are your first team you did a week, two weeks ago. Okay, and Jacksonville then, Jaguars. I just gave you the reason Bengals. why. No playoffs for <laughs> you. <laughs> Um, and then on uh, the next up to our nation's capital, we go. I resent Jay Gruden for trying to play it safe and doing the exact opposite. The safer bet is to take the more talented, fresh kid who can sling it around a little bit, not the old man, Case Keenum, who's already proven what his ceiling is. And for myriad other issues, the mess with Trent Williams, I, you know, maybe they'll get wind up with, uh, with, um, uh, Jadavian Clowney. I also think they have some uh, some uh, smallish trade bait, and I wonder if the Texans have also reached out about one Adrian Peterson, future Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. That would make a ton of sense if they could get a guy like that. That's that's what they're missing too, and well, uh, would yeah. make me feel better about uh, the Texans because they. I mean, Duke Johnson's their running back, and behind Duke Johnson, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing besides Duke Johnson in in Houston right now. Yeah, I think the the Dolphins trade that you mentioned. I think um, Kenyon Drake is is if it does go ahead is is a big part of that switch um but that being said i'm sorry skins no playoffs for you this one hurts me because i'd love to stick my neck out on this i do believe that uh, a head coach can be transformative people love to scoff at these oh you're picking that you think that team's gonna be good like yeah how many examples do we need of a team being crummy one year the jeff fisher to sean McVay uh example and maybe this is uh, ageism on part of football fans out there but bruce arians has gone into two tough spots in his last two stops and turn those teams around. Yes, Chuck Pagano deserves a lot of credit for the Colts, but 
reminder, it's when Pagano stepped away that the Colts really caught fire under Arians and went on that uh, playoff push. Then he goes down to Arizona to be the head man and look at how he transformed them. And by the way, well, but they're still still limited by the talent and everything else. He did it with Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer had many down seasons, as many as he had up seasons there. Um, I think he I think it's not implausible that the Buccaneers could be good. But then I look at the divisional competition. The division is the problem. Again, you've, you you spelled it out. Like, you, the, uh, is that team, does it have a chance to be good? Yes. But if it's going to play six games against those teams, against the Saints, against the Panthers, against the Falcons, even if it only even if it wins a couple of those, that's just going to put them in a tough spot. Barring injuries, though, Drew Brees is still old. And this idea that Tom Brady is doing it so other guys will have the bars now moved. Speaking of a conversation we had with David Carr a month or so ago, is he going to be a trailblazer in that regard? Will now we see quarterbacks now, Andrew Luck notwithstanding? Are we about to see an air of quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You play until you're 42. Change those expectations. It used to be 36-ish. It was like, all right, he's pretty much used up. Um, Are those expectations now widened? Um, I don't know. Drew Brees looked downright poor in in, uh, yeah. in in long stretches in games in December and January. If he stinks, or not stinks, sorry, not going to stink, but still. If he, uh, if he, which I mean, you know, would not be a surprise to see. Like last year, he slid, let's say, in week 14. I remember like that Thanksgiving Day game, things started to look like, oh, hold on a second. Drew Brees doesn't look like he looked like a month ago. That was week 12 or whatever. He's a year older. What happens if it's week eight this year that things you know, his his shoulder starts going downhill, his legs he maybe loses his legs a little bit and then mm. he gets worse. That's the way it goes. Um yeah. It, if I was Bill Brinson and I'm you know, if I and if he hadn't hung up on you, mm-hmm. I would have said, um, you know, Breeze probably if I was ranking the quarterbacks in that division, I'd say Breeze is three. 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 Wow. So you're confident in Cam then? Well, that's the that's the question mark. Well, I think that Matt Ryan is on track for nothing less than an MVP me type too. season. Ryan would be number one for me. They must get that offensive line right. You yeah. know, they I, I the pieces haven't been together in August, which is fine as long as they're out there for the regular season. But Matt Ryan is not somebody who will deal well with uh, constant pressure. If they resolve that, though, with Dan Quinn's defense and Devonta Freeman now back and the gaggle of pass catchers, this is a team that will challenge the Eagles and uh, probably the Vikings, I think, in the in, for NFC um, supremacy as the uh, as the Niners make their playoff push. And I, I, I'll say that one right now. Here we go. Arizona Cardinals. This is another one that hurts me. But no playoffs for you. I just don't see the path with the Seahawks and the, the NFC, the defending NFC champs and, and the rising like the of the Niners. Yeah, I just there's there's not a path. They will be splashy and fun. And I do think go get those offensive pieces for your fantasy team. But I don't think it equals ultimately a playoff spot for that team. So I got around that. Did I sing for the Bucks already? No. All right. Sorry, Bruce Arians. I could really go Lions here. You know what? I'm going to go the extra mile this year. I'm going to take it. Uh, I'm going to take it up to uh, eight. Yeah, we need to talk after this because this is there's something there's something going on here. What on on Tuesday? I sat I here whenever it was, and you were like, "Ah, oh, Hank, he just went. I did he do just some. Went for, 
He just went for, for the chalk. And then you've just picked the exact same teams. Did I really literally take the same yes. teams? All right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no playoffs for you. And Detroit Lions, no playoffs for you. Those are the eight. I mean, what do you say? My list too. Right, what do you say back to me? Like at least an apology. I'm, I, you know what? When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Like we're back in. <laughs> I what I'm looking for. But maybe I'll be right here, and then we'll both be right. What about that possibility? That's a good thing. But I want one of those ones where Dave is like, "Hey, you know what? The New England Patriots. I mean, not that you would do that, but just something like that. That's what I was. I I came in. I I, I literally swooped down from ups. I canceled everything because mm. I knew Dave was gonna no playoffs for you stuff." And you repeated back my list to me. I've just sat here listening for 40 minutes while you what tell would, me what I already told you. What would you be a bolder ago. one? What would be a bolder one for me to go with? What would be, what's, what's one that's like kind of on I'm the not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but basically anything other than what you just, I what gave, you just did. I gave Denver, San Francisco, uh, Cleveland, and both New York, well, all three New York those, teams. I yeah, mean, that's that, crazy. That's crazy. You're wrong, though. But I mean, like those. Which of those teams? You those are bold, but they're wrong, too. Which of those teams you have the most confidence in? The Browns? The Browns are in a tough division. So it's like, eh. I buy Cleveland. Yeah, I, I buy it's Cleveland just a, out of all those ones. It's I very hard sure. for me. Jets it's very me. hard for me to and make the And the Niners, I would buy over. I see, I don't like I don't. It's not that I really like the Niners, but I wouldn't rule it out. The Jets have a shot at the wild card, but yep. I, I don't know. I think the Bills have, uh, I mean, the Browns have two other really good teams in the North. Besides that, I don't, I don't really care about, I mean, the Broncos are in the AFC West, but the, the teams in the AFC West are probably the two best teams in the AFC or close to it. So I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty confident with my list. I think I could hit 10. What about, what if I went, I mean, this would be pretty bold. What if I went with the Los Angeles Rams? Now, see that, then all of a sudden I'd be like, okay, Dave, Dave's, you know, I, you'd, you'd be more of a man to me. It's wrong, but it's good. It's a good take. I mean, I could, see, I don't think I it's crazy. Path, I don't, I could see the path to it. The, the, the Super Bowl hangover plus right. lost some pieces. Right. Plus, um, you know, now Maurice will tell you the offensive line should hey actually now. be a little bit better. Hey, now the offensive line is going to be better without JT Sullivan. Right. There, that's going to be a, I don't know. All right. We'll see about that. And then the major factor is Todd Gurley. Everything is predicated. We've talked about it since the Super Bowl that the Rams are all are, are built around or Sean McVay is built around that play action. If the defense isn't scared of Todd Gurley making hay, then now it's really going to be all on 16. Are we sure that Goff is going to rise to that occasion? Are we 100 percent sure? I think so. And as things start to get and if he has a bad game or two bad games. And then in the press, it's, it's there. All the talk is like, see that, that Super Bowl against the Patriots, that was the canary in the coal mine. And we should have recognized that in the moment that, uh, that this team was in a little bit of trouble. And now Jared Goff's not worth uh, a big hundred million dollar extension. And if that starts to happen, then, uh, then bad news. something up here i don't know i gotta look up like that i just think i gotta look up todd Todd Gurley's numbers in half and you cut him to to you know eight nine touchdowns and around 600 yards you add in darrell henderson you have malcolm brown they could add another four or five hundred yards you know like total between them i mean you could still get it's a thousand yard backfield i don't think it's a problem you're you're, here's the problem healthy again the way how you can talk yourself into a negative spot with almost any team is by looking at the at their first six games or so the the rams go at carolina i think that, they're gonna win that game that could definitely be a loss I'm that not could gonna be, absolutely be a loss cross that, country that's that's a tough one then they host the saints 
They're going to win that. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Cleveland. They're going to win that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I didn't realize they're going to win all these games. So I think I think they're better than all those. I still think they're that good. I think that the offense is just that good. You have you have three you have three receivers who could be ones on some teams. No Indomitian and Sue. I don't know if he that's probably, a, a factor. He took half the year off. I don't. Know. I think they'll be. Then right. they host half the Bucks the and they're off. at Seattle, who's who played them tough, tough. a year yeah, ago. Yeah. Then they play the Niners at home. Then they're at uh, Atlanta. That's that's the first one I'd pencil as a hard loss. I mean, but also you've got to factor in again to Dave's point about in the division. If we do believe, and you've got to you've got to imagine the Niners are going to be better than they were. The Seahawks are about the same, and they always play them tough. The Cardinals are going to be better than they were. Um, you know, they they it's not going to be as good as last year. I think it's a big risk. Dave, you haven't sung yet. Are you going to sing? You had a really nice run in 2018, but <laughs> 2019 is a different year, not just on the calendar, but in football terms, too. I'm sorry, Los Angeles Rams. No playoffs for you. That's go. a crazy one. That's you I did. don't feel good about that one. Well, but I, did. I mean, there's no. You don't need to do. I, I'm not forcing you to do it. I know. I just don't. I I, I can't. It's. I'm not a hundred percent sold on the Niners. I I I have a feeling about that team. And then the Seahawks are the other one. But then the, so yeah. I mean, you know, we like but, the Vikings, yeah. Packers, and Bears, and we like the Cowboys and Eagles, and we like, um, we like the. Saints and Panthers and Falcons well enough that yeah that's you know if if I was gonna if I had done one with a little bit more pizzazz pizzazz behind it in the NFC West I'd have said the Seahawks but I think it's great that you went with the Rams I went even bigger yep. I went even bigger it's I'm, on the uh, record prove me wrong Jared Goff um are, are we uh, how long we got in here uh, wanna, you want to make a guess twenty eight minutes twenty eight minutes yeah I wish really you you're more than double that. Well, close. What? It's been, it's 55 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Outrageous. Handsome, you've done it again. I thought we might not even have a show, and now we've done this. The question is Bill Brinson hung up on you. I like you to be honest, though. Give it a letter grade. I I think of it as a B plus a B plus show. Yeah, you guys had sure. like pretty major NFL topics. So we I think, had some yeah. good conversation. Yeah, I there. Good. Uh, what I really like is we've been able to talk about football. I know. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, if you like hearing me talk about football, I'm uh, starting up my new uh, another show, uh, another football show in which uh, I'll be kibitzing. Um, cool. Do you have a like a good looking sidekick? I don't yet. That spot's open. You know, you want to make the drive over there, handsome. I don't know. I don't know how that would go over on your. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was hoping I might get paid for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> they wait. They they don't have a rider. In your NFL contract, like a, a little uh, dispensation or whatever no. for for uh, bothering to join us here in Studio 66? No, well, nothing. It's much I once, Eddie once brought me a bottle of water. You have my undying appreciation. Hey, I tell you what. In fact, instead of doing that, can I? Um, this would this would um, for for today's uh, special episode and, and swooping down to save you after Bill Brinson um, hung up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, can I promote, um, we've been uh, producing internationally a series, which I love every year, called Game Recognized Game, where we get soccer players, like big-time soccer players and NFL players together, and we do some little challenges together. We Yesterday, we released one um, with Real Madrid, mm-hmm. um, you know, biggest soccer team in the world, and two of their biggest players, uh, Sergio Ramos and uh, Luka Modric. 
uh, along with some Redskins players, Josh Norman and Landon Collins. Today we did one with a couple Seahawks rookies, including uh, the muscly DK Metcalf, and then a guy called Mario Gotze from um, Borussia Dortmund. And then actually we talk, just talked about Jared Goff is in one tomorrow we're releasing with um, some players from Arsenal. Then we got one with uh, Bayern Munich coming up next week and Chivas, a Mexico team. Um, and we had Cam Jordan with the Bayern Munich ones. They're pretty cool. Look them up. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Good for you, Hans. Twitter. Doing gangbusters Game, work. recognize game. Do you think that the NFL will overtake any individual league in popularity outside of the U.S. in the next decade? Sure. You yeah, do. it's happening already. You do. We're moving. You mean like indigenous? I mean, I don't know how you would. Yeah, I don't know how you would uh, exactly measure oh, we that measure, up, up we, beyond we measure yeah, television the ratings. Yep. But yeah, the NFL's uh, creeping up on the Premier League. For sure. Well, I mean, not the not those soccer leagues that are like clear number ones, but you know, in a lot of those countries, you know, the the second, third, fourth, fifth spots are kind of open and and change, and you know, Formula One racing or whatever fits in there, and we definitely feel like we can. We can How important is it to you, or is there a push on some level? I imagine I'm I'm fairly certain that I've read and talked with you and whomever else about this. Um, is there uh, is is there an expectation that the rest of uh, of the world will start to provide more and more football players? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's I don't mean again. It's happening. I know it's happening as we those, speak. But I mean, do you think there will be an influx uh, on the level of the NHL or even the NBA over the last twenty years? That all of a sudden, that you know, twenty percent of NFL rosters yeah, will I have international guys without wanting. I mean, I guess there's a you can, I don't, um, I, I don't know enough about either of those two sports to speak, but I'm, I'll say it anyway because why not? Like for basketball, that you're just looking for some tall people, right? You like that's that's one of the things that has to happen. If you're a tall guy in Greece or Spain, you got a pretty good shot at becoming a bas. You're going to be picked to go play basketball, and mm -hmm. basketball is a sport that's played there a lot, right? So that's going to give you a head start. If you can skate on ice. And you like that kind of thing? Sure, go play hockey. Whatever, I don't care. About so it's youth football. But, but what I mean is, no, youth football doesn't it doesn't exist as broadly internationally. And then you know, learning this. So you've got to have that. Then a combination of being a great athlete and also you know, kids here who play football, they get in the gym and and do the the you know, weights and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Which for most European sports, for soccer or most of those sports, isn't really emphasized in any meaningful way so there's catch up you have to there's a lot of catch up makes makes perfect sense to me although it is bizarre to me that given how many people how many kids play soccer that the u.s men continue to lag so far behind the rest of the world it seems well i like. think it's just because that's not then you, you know you're talk, then talking about the the top 10 percent of all athletes. what are they choosing and to play like go, we've talked they about they go choose something else we, we had that conversation a year ago if we if we were to just from the NFL, or actually, okay, take the other sport. If you said Mike Trout, um, Saquon Barkley, and LeBron James, you guys forget about whatever your sports were. We're getting you in a time machine when you're six years old and you're going to start playing um, soccer instead. I would think that the U.S. would uh, would would be the most dominant uh, soccer team in the world with that. Their just focus is elsewhere. So this is flipping it in the other direction in favor of football to be to blend in with uh, I don't know what people do in other parts of the world besides soccer and basketball, team handball. Handball's big one in Germany. 
I love rugby. That game looks like the most of all, of all the Olympic sports that I've never done that I'd like to play once is team Fast. handball. Looks yeah. so fun. Also, I'd like to do the one where you push the thing on the ice. What's that? You'd one be good again? at that. I would be good. Shuffling, curling, curling, curling. curling. Right. We didn't talk about we didn't talk about uh, Carly Lloyd kicking it though, handsome. What do you think about that? Is she actually going to kick it in a game tonight? I heard this. Is that a novelty or is it like she, oh she's going to be in a game? I thought she was. I gonna... thought so, apparently some team offered for her to play in the final preseason game. But I, I guess we would know. If yeah, exactly I, don't, I don't haven't seen anything on Twitter about that. I just saw like the reaction to her saying that she would do it. It is very strange that in 2019 that people go out of their way to volunteer what, no matter how you intend it to play, it's going to play as misogyny. If somebody wants to do that, then let them go out and try and do that. Like, uh, see Keenan how it goes. Keenan Allen's tweet was probably the poster for that. It's just a yeah. weird bit to involve yourself in that, as though uh, you know the ongoing narcissism of the 21st century is. Well, it's it's an issue. Ergo, I must uh, provide an opinion to the world, solicited or otherwise. Of course, if people want to go do that, let them go try it. Uh, I, the the nonsense about tackling is is a weird one to float out. I'm just worried about her. Yeah, were you, were you worried about? Uh, um, the Grammatica boys when they were out yeah, there right. doing it. <laughs> like every, I mean, like 95% of kickers, I'd be worried about tackling. Although I will say that 21st century kickers are bigger than their There were five. guys in 20 years ago that actually went out and kicked without one of their shoes on. You think they wanted to tackle anyone? That, you know what? That's the best point I've heard so far about it. You put, Thanks, we let Dave. people without, we, <laughs> we put barefoot people we out put there. One guy, a guy with just one shoe on. Like if someone treads on your foot, a, an offensive lineman, you think I'm making a tackle without it's any shoes point. on? Get it's me a, out of there. It's a fine point. Thanks. Now, barefoot women kickers, that's where I yeah, put my, I, my, my foot, foot shoed. Foot Please down. also do not bare your feet. I never would do that. I wouldn't do that. I know. You see me at the wedding? You see any of them wedding pictures we took? I wore my sneaks. You're wearing sneakers. I know. On the sand? On the beach. Yeah. Oh. I don't like sneakers on the uh, I didn't want to either, but then I didn't hot. take them off your and we were under. Hot, and then the sand gets in the shoe. Hot, sweaty, sandy feet. I didn't shoe. want, That's I didn't, worst. I meant to take them off, but then all of a sudden the wedding started before I realized it. And then it was like, ah, <laughs> oh, well, now I got my sneakers on. And then we're taking pictures. And, and now for the rest of my life, well, I'll Now have you know how we feel the wedding starting without you realizing. You went off and got married and didn't tell anyone. What's called eloping, handsome? Yep. That's exciting. Um, all right, listen. Uh, so go check out handsome's videos. How do you track game those down? Game recognized game. Game recognized game. Game recognized game. Just go look for that. You'll find With it. With K Adams, right? K's in one of them. Um, MJ Acosta did a couple of them, and then uh, the great Kirsten Watson, who's who's um, an up and coming rising star. Um, hosted one of them as well. Excellent. All right, go check all those out, and uh, you know, by the time we speak next, it'll be the first week of the regular season in the NFL. We'll have a pick for you on the Bears and Packers. Before we go, though, just in case you don't hear our early podcast next week, Handsome Hank's going to tell us who's going to win that uh, season kickoff game right now. Um, The Bears. The Bears are going to win it. All right. The Spaghetti? Chicago Bears are. Who do you got? It's Bears-Packers, right? Yeah. Come on, Eddie. Oh, uh, I'm just confirming. Uh, cut, cut I like that bit out. I like the Bears a lot this season. So, yeah, Bears. You like the Bears? I like Mitch. I like what he could do. Maybe more of a fantasy terms. I like their backfield. I like the Adam Montgomery. Uh, I think Trey <clears throat> Burns actually going to be a sneaky, really good tight end. So I, I mean, the defense is what it is going to be great. So yeah, that's my quick. I mean, little, then uh, you start talking about, it and then you're like, well, but what about the Packers? And then you start. I don't talk- I, I eh, they don't do it for me. I don't like their backfield. I think that after like they still have, they still don't have a clear cut number two receiver. 
And like Jimmy Graham is like, how old is Jimmy Graham? I think I, you're kind of right. Yeah. Should I change the Rams to the Packers? I think so. They got rid of Mike Daniels oh, no. too. It's like, I don't know. Now, see, I feel like the Packers I, are not going to the playoffs either. I'll support you on that. Yeah, Andrew Avery should add it to feelings right there. Andrew Avery should add it to my. I don't think I put the Packers, but I wanted to add it to my DDFP red flag. You're gonna go up to fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, let's do it. Wow, yeah. so Eddie, great! Uh, and you've accidentally, by the way, all my teams predicted the playoffs. All the teams you guys set. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you might as well just tell us who is going to be in the playoffs. Probably. Save, yeah. You know what though? Save some of your praise for the courage that Andrew Luck showed uh, last weekend, and give it up for Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah, now made it up to to 14 teams that he knows are not going to the playoffs. Impressive, but I'm kind of with you on the Packers. Um, all right, so that's it, uh, Handsome Hank. Have you said everything you need to say here? I've more done, than I'm, I'm done. Thank you all right, very me much. Me too. And uh, for Eddie Spaghetti, we'll get Will Brinson. Uh, we'll Will Brinson owes us a drink. All right. Maybe we'll see him at a Super Bowl yeah, or something better, like that. When we stepped in here. No, he he, he suffered Saved with us. Blushes. He sat here for a half an hour trying to Good. while we tried to resolve the audio issues. And uh, and then we had to That's scrap right. it, unfortunately. But anyway, um, like I say, football action, picks and uh, season predictions, all that. Till then, thin slice of heaven. Oh, I didn't get it. You got to let me do it. Do it again. again. All right. So. Game recognized game. Game recognizes game. Will Brinson knows Hank a drink. Will Brinson next week. Mina Kimes is coming into Studio 66. It's NFL kickoff. That'll be great. And NFL kickoff. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears to get you started in week one. NFL 2019. Oh, it's a thin slice of heaven. Nice. That was perfect. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.